Thanks for stopping by. You are listening to the audio-only version of our episode. You can catch our streams live on YouTube, Kick, and from our Facebook page. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to get updates about our schedule. All our links are in the description below and at links.chaoticallybalanced.com. Thanks! Let's head into the adventure. Welcome, fellow adventurers, nerds, and neurodivergents. Sit back, stay hydrated, and prepare yourselves for tonight's adventure. Apologies about last week. We had some... Oh, God. One second. We had some... We're having some technical difficulties. We had some life matters happen last week and some scheduling conflicts, so we had to skip the week for everyone's sanity. But we are back, and we're back with a new campaign. The world of Ethereum's, our own homebrew world, working on a whole publication document, hopefully will be available somewhere sometime. Details to follow. All new campaign. If you missed the previous one, it was quite the misfit adventure. And our short break where they got to traipse around the coast as level 20 characters doing shenanigans. But now we're going to be pirates. So, without further ado, we are going to pick the right soundtrack. How about that? All right. The year is 535 ED. The third moon of Etheros is eclipsed by the sun. It is the last day of... I didn't update that month. It is the last day of the month, and all three moons are full. The streets are flooded with guards and passerbys as the prisoners are escorted with hoods and chains. Their attempt failed, and they are to face trial the next evening as they are dragged through the streets by Admiral Dirac Typhon and the Black Rock Cove City Guards. The crowds are whispering and muttering. Some more unruly folks are throwing rotten food, rocks, and waste at the hooded figures. They are taking to the dungeons underneath the Black Rock Cove docks. The smell of mold and mildew fills the air. There is a constant, slow, and inconsistent drip. Prisoners have been temporarily put under silence and slow spells, but they are visited by the Admiral himself once before the trial. They are chained to the walls and their hoods are kept on. You know, that was a pretty convincing story. You all almost had me. Almost. Tomorrow is your trial and execution. Enjoy your last moments on this island. In silence, in darkness, and in your cells. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> to be a trial, how do we know there's an execution? You are under silence and slow, so you cannot talk oh. and you cannot move well. Silence, missed that. <laughs> Is that all of us, or? He turns and walks 
and nods to one of the guards standing at the main gate underneath the docks here. I expect you'll keep a good eye on these prisoners. No need for them to escape. I'm just going to nod and be quiet. It is a long night and the next day equally long, if not more so with the sounds of walking and chitter chatter above. The guards are rotated a few times throughout the day, but the same rotations happen and it is the same guard as the previous night standing here awaiting their escort for this execution. The slow and silent spells are released as your escort arrives, the Admiral at the front. We still have bags over our heads, right? Yes, and you're chained to the wall. Uh, you do not. You're not part of this, actually. Oh, no? Okay, never mind then. Nope, Sorry. you are not a prisoner because you are not a pirate, and you did not do whatever these three prisoners did to deserve this. Which am right, I did. Which is it You all stand accused. Lala. Private Kraka. And you hired mercenary Detal. Of insurgency. Attempted assassination. And breaking and entering against our queen. Do you have any final words to say to your lawmaster before you are brought to the noose, staring down the barrel of our rifles? You have no proof. Our proof is you were caught in the castle attempting to assassinate while your captains ran off. I don't serve any captain. And I am well, no reason to murder any queen. You were allied with one of them. Allied. You followed her into the palace. Some bitch's butt in front of me doesn't mean that I followed her. I thought this was going to be a civil trial among pirates, but I guess not. Looking around at all those guards. How many guards are in the room? So this is under the docks. Imagine in the uh, jail cell of the Flying Dutchman in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's dripping, it's wet, it's mildewy, it's gross underneath these docks. There's kind of water splashing in a little bit. So it's a small corridor. There's only a handful of cells down here. It's a temporary holding block. There's a larger prison that you know of, but these are expedited trials. Uh, it's a probably barely 10 foot wide hallway, and it's the Admiral with three other guards. 
that look like his his he's an admiral, so they look like his elite captain. There ain't nothing civil about a trial that decided we're guilty before there was even one. Well, this is was your chance to prove me wrong. But I don't see anyone else standing here willing to take the blame for this fiasco. Well, I can also can't prove that you don't have sex with farm animals. Indeed. Does that mean you're guilty? I will see you at the top of the decks. Turns around and leaves. One of his guards leaves with him. The other two are there with you. Mysterious guard number three. DM, can I ask a math question? Sure. Uh, What is an average of 5d8 plus 2d8? Or 68. Yeah. Okay. Or 78. So somewhere between 28 and 35 is the average. Yes. Is Is the guard that's left with us, does he happen to be holding keys? There's uh, two guards. The one of the elite guards that what came in with him and the one that's been watching you all night. They both have sets of keys on them. One of them, not mysterious guard number two, is walking up to unlock your cell doors. But you're all chained to the walls. Can I cast sleep on the other guards at second level? There's only one other guard. Okay. It would be 78 and his hit points. Hopefully it's enough. And if it's not, can he tell that I tried to? Uh, yes, there are vocal, semantic, and material components to sleep. Though we don't consider material components in our games, unless okay. they have a cost. But there's vocal and somatic. Okay, so he sees me. He's currently trying to unlock a door. So you can attempt. To I would stealthy. like to attempt to be very quiet while casting this. Make a stealth check. First roll. Dirty 20. You can be stealthy. You are adequately convinced that he is very focused on the prisoners and ensuring no more funny business is going on. All right, I cast it at the second level. Roll your 78 and pray. DM, where are hero points and inspiration points? Uh, I haven't added those to the sheets yet. We'll okay. we'll get around because their uh, inspiration points at least are going to be changing a little bit. That was a thirty-six. Not a problem. 
Can you take these keys? I'm gonna I'm gonna go here and lay down. This this gruff looking some type of humanoid, he's got too much shit caked on to really tell. Just kind of falls asleep in the corner and this other guard that you don't know what's going on because you didn't see anything, but one of you you each could have sworn you heard whispers, but you're not sure if that's because you're going insane from being in darkness and silence for the past almost 24 hours or if you actually heard it. And then you hear a thud. I'm going to start unlocking them and telling them to please don't hit me. Okay, you takes you a while to jingle around with the keys to figure out which one goes to which cells. Hey, what's going on down there? Hey. One of your guards fell asleep. Okay, I'll send down two more. I'm going to ask any of them if they have any weapons on them at all. Uh, you would know that they don't have weapons on them. They're stored in a chest that is right next to where you are. I'm going to open the chest. All right, you unlock the doors and you open the chest. You see their equipment and various weapons in there. Get me my tools out of there and I can help you unlock these faster. I throw her the tools. You throw the tools to her and they bounce in front of her feet while she's still chained to the wall. No, you only unlocked the door, and then you turned around and quickly opened the chest. Wasn't the door already open? No. All right, I go and untie her. Unlock her. Okay, she is unlocked. She is not de-hooded. Can she not get it off herself? Hey, I think I can manage that one. <laughs> uh, Kraka and Detal. You both hear commotion going on around you as you are still chained up and have hoods on. Lala, you are now effectively free. I'm going to take my tools and start picking the lock on whoever's next to me. I'm going to unchain the other one. Kraka. Uh, Kraka is probably easier for you to get, Lala. Mysterious guard number two. It's probably easier for you to get Detal. Detal's pretty tall. Detal and Kraka, you feel after a little bit uh, that your chains are undone relatively easily. In doing so, Kraka, maybe not you, but Detal, you realize you probably could have pulled hard enough and broken them. They're pretty sea-weathered chains. They're, uh. they're eroded. With by the salt and being stuck under here, uh, it's not really a great environment for metal. Indeed. If my hands are hey, free, I'm gonna rip my head off. Okay. Hey. Uh, what was her name again? Uh, Captain Gray. No, no, that's it's not Graybeard. Private Graveries. Yes, yes, sir. What? What's going on down there? We're coming up. 
Do I need to have these two gentlemen join you? Ah! Stop beating us! I'm coming, I'm coming. (laughs) I have them under control, sir. Each of you make a deception check. Lala and Mysterious Guard number two. All right, all right, stop. Stop having your fun down there and just get them up here. The crowd's going crazy. Kraka, Tall, and Lala, you are all met with this very convincing pirate-looking person that has now just freed you. Really hope that this doesn't get too bloody, but I do have an out for you guys. I should hope so, that you didn't just untie us so we could walk to our deaths. <laughs> Indeed. You, you, you really didn't have to do that. I was fine where I was. Well, I mean, if you want to hang, by all means, I'm sure you can go ask him to hang you. Well, I mean, it's pretty much the way I feel anyways, but... Then somebody likes my company. I guess I'll come along. DM, what's at the top of the stairs? A vestibule area. It looks like a vestibule. There's a gate. Then there's a gate. Then there's stairs. And it's repeated. Gate, gate. There are four gates to get out of here. The bottom two are unlocked. They left the bottom two unlocked. And one of the top ones is unlocked the outside top one because they were preparing to come down until they heard you pretending to beat one of the prisoners. So go through four gates and then outside air? From what you can see, yes. From there, signals can be sent, yes? Yes. I'm going to motion for them to follow and head up the first set of stairs. I'm going to... Oh, wait. No, never mind. We're on a ship, aren't we? No. Oh, no? You're in Black Rock Cove underneath the docks. So is there rock? Like, is it is it rocky? <laughs> Or, or stone. I would say that there is stone structure underneath there mixed with like very weathered metal and wood. Right. She is uh, casting pass without a trace. So are we making stealth checks? I don't know. <laughs> How are we moving up this I assumed we were trying to get out of here, not uh, not murder an entire crowd of people. So right. we'll try to be stealthy. So everyone make stealth checks and add ten. We got a twenty-eight from the mysterious guard, a thirty-four from 
Kraka, Detal, I don't know why you rolled a strength save. Oops. Lala, a 28 as well. Lala rolled a strength check. Oh, no, that's a stealth check. That's oh, a stealth. Yeah. Oh, wow, why did I see? Wow. Okay. So I think your brain that. combines strength and check. Ugh. And a 24. Three people at the top of the stairs. One of those could have been bad without that plus 10. Mm hmm. One of those was a 19. <laughs> One of those was a 19, and I always add three. So that makes it a 22. But. You guys are being stealthy enough and you've been deceptive enough that as you get to the stairs with your tentative, what you assume is an undercover pirate guard ally, uh, you, mysterious guard number two or four, depending on which number we're looking at, would peek over before you're, you're moving slowly and stealthily to get up there. You would peek over the edge to kind of see what's going on. You see the areas gated off. Come on. Are we still supposed to be on the tavern map or are we supposed to see something else? I'm switching now. Okay. So you would see an area right outside the docks is gated off. There is a crowd of people behind this area, and there's a bunch of different dock guards. You see there is a huge platform with nooses hanging from it and four slots. And there is a firing squad about 50 feet away from this platform. Eight rifles. Eight people, eight rifles. And then you also see what looks like a collapsible leg. So what you can gather from the pirates being as brutal as they are, hanged, shot twice, thrown into the ocean. I'm going to glance at Kraka and like mumble super quietly. You sure you still want that? I don't really know what I want anymore. She's just going to like stare at him for a second. And then there's no escape route. This whole area is crowded. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. I don't suppose there's like a stealthy way to fire off like a flare gun. I want to fire this really loud, bright object into the sky to signal my friend, but I want to do it stealthily. Well, if we can't walk through, could we swim? Uh, I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm pretty good in the water. 
Yeah, is there a quick way to get to the ocean real quick? Are any Not of the empty? From the current path that you are on, because everything is gated and guarded, and there's a straight path to this platform. So from where you are currently looking, there is no way from this main path to get out. Where on the map are we? So you would be coming up from underneath the docks, like here. Wouldn't we just like, like flip and blend into the crowd? The crowd is being held at least a hundred feet away from the docks in a guarded, barricaded line. Are there any tunnels or sewage tunnels? You can go back down and make either a perception or investigation check to try to find something that would resemble an an alternative way out of this rather All right, I'll unmaintained go. area. I'm I'm pretty I'm stealthy, so I will go down and investigate. Well, you don't have to be stealthy to go back down into the prison area to investigate. I didn't mean the prison area. I just mean like under the docks, I guess, to look for it. Like well, the I prison said, area is under the docks. Oh, okay. We'll see if there's a sewage or an alternative way. Perception or investigate. Oh, it's doing the weird thing where it doesn't show your modifier. Did it? Did it come up at all? Oh, it's there. rolling. Oh, it's, it showed it there. An 18. Not too bad. Gangway. It takes you a while. Uh, it does take you a while, but it takes you like uh, a good. It, it feels like a while. In reality, probably only a few minutes of you just kind of searching around. There does seem to be some breaks in between the stone and some cracks and some falling rocks, some places that are of disrepair. There seems to be a hole that looks like it's wide enough for a small creature to get through, but it's been boarded up. The boards are relative, are pretty weathered. Um, on the other side, you could peek through the cracks of these boards. You do see, like, you'd be in waist-deep water splashing a little bit. But it is a way. It is a potential way, yes. She's gonna go back up and essentially whisper to Detol, if you can help me move some of this stone, I think we have another way. Hey, private Gray Breeze. Where are my prisoners? You hear the cocking of rifles at the top of the, at the approaching as he's approaching. 
I'm running down, moving Give those me a boulders. second, I dropped my knife. I have to find it. Hey, you. Other guard. Or whoever you are. Make a deception check. You do not have inspirations yet. Oh, are they? Yeah. yeah, you don't have any inspirations yet. You have hero points. D6. That's an 11. So, I'm going to walk back downstairs and see what they're doing. Okay. Mysterious guard number two has successfully staved off temporarily the advancing reinforcements. All right. But you got about two minutes before I send down my guards. Yes, sir. The other, um, the other mysterious guard. That's, that's however you say. I don't know how to say his name. Joe Chim. (laughs) He's not there. Oh, he's not there at all. Okay. Um, there's the sleeping guard that's still asleep, and there's uh, the one that's helping you guys currently. Can any of you make a distraction? Something pitched into the crowd? Uh, I've got a pretty decent throw. Would a random glowing rock freak them out enough? It's best if they don't see where it's come from, but if that's the best we can manage. What are we trying to do? Are we trying to leave? Yes, but we're trying to leave with our skins intact. So I'm trying to cause a distraction so we have time to get through this hole. Well, this is a pretty ratty prison. Are any of these walls really weak? I'm kind of a, a heavy fella. I don't look that that big, but um, my shell's pretty strong. I might be able to just uh, blast right through it. Why don't you and Detal head down, see if you can open up that opening big enough for y'all to get through. I'll try this, our best. This lady and I'll see if we can cause a distraction. Well, all right. As long as you think it's a good idea, I'll try my best. Good, now get quick. All right. Bala and Mysterious Guard number two. What are you both doing to cause a distraction? I think... You said a hundred feet. 
Are there any guards that are within like 60 from where we're hiding at the top of the stairs? Oh yeah, there's plenty of guards within uh, the range. They're all kind of walking around and holding the barricaded perimeter. I'm going to throw some psychic blades at ones that are within 60 feet as close as I can get to where the crowd is. So that it seems like it came from there. I got to look at your sheet here real quick. Alright, so I'm gonna need you to just make how many psychic blades are you throwing? Um, I think only one for an action. <clears throat> so Um, you're not technically in combat, nope. and I'm assuming that you have a free hand for both hands. Yeah, so... so I would allow you to throw up to two. Alright, let's do two at the 60-foot range, but as far apart as I can get them as well. So we're doing like a, like a two-prong disturbance, and then... Okay. <laughs> Roll two attack rolls for me. Seventeen and an eighteen. Okay. Reason the second one didn't add the modifier, but it's an eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead and roll your damage twice. Because you guys have rolled so well on your stealth, and those were decent hit rolls, not not super high, but decent, your blades make contact with guards and then disappear, and the guard kind of looks around, and the crowd's kind of getting riled up, and they call over other guards to them and go in two separate directions as they're trying to calm down the guards, like, who... And the, the crowd's going like, Oh, fuck you, I just want to see this execution. So Grandma walks up with a stick and bonks someone in the head. Crowd's getting riot rowdy. <laughs> Your distraction seems to have worked. You want to create a third point? Go ahead. Just don't blow our cover. I don't think I'd have anything of use at the moment. That's all right. You've already been more than useful. Let's go down and see if they need any help. I'm just going to follow her. Raka and Detal.
you both go down to the area that Lala has described. You find the crack in the wall that's got some rocks missing and the it looks in disrepair. There's just some wooden boards kind of held over it. You're not sure how. Some kind of sticky substance or something. Uh, they look rather rotted and weathered. I'm going to try to rip and tear into them. Okay. Braca, what are you doing? Whoa. If you can't loosen those boards, I'll just I'll just try to blast right through them. But if you can get some of those off, it would have hurt a lot less. I'll do what I can do. Detall, go ahead and make a strength or athletics check. I'll go with athletics. Assuming you have proficiency. Yes, I do. Seventeen. You grab these boards and you pull and it kind of just bends. And then, you know, some some of the rock-like material bends with it or is pulled with it as it bends and it kind of just bends for a while until it finally snaps and it falls to the floor. The next board kind of just wobbles off. It wasn't really being held on by much. And the rock fell with it as the rock that was holding it on fell with the first board. Uh, You loosen some other rocks. The hole's a bit bigger now. It looks like you could even fit yourself through, but you're not sure about Kraka with how his shell is. You did open the the way. You want to try it? All right, I'd I'd step back a little bit. It might not look it, but you're about to see something pretty amazing for a turtle. I'm going to step back about four strides. Okay. Um. So how how far away can I get away from the wall? All right. So Detal stepped back about four strides. Uh, Detal, when you do that, you run into Lala and Mysterious Guard Number Two as they're coming down the stairs. I uh, should stay put. Raka. Uh, they're at the base of the stairs, uh, so you can get probably without running into them. I'd say about eight or nine feet away from the wall. Perfect. I'm going to get as far away from the wall as I can. And I'm going to start running in like, you know, how you would think a turtle is going to run. So like all slow like. And then on my second step, I'm gonna use Step of the Wind. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna dash. Uh-huh. And right before I hit the wall, I'm gonna jump. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tuck my head into my shell 
and I'm going to roll my shoulder so that like the upper portion of the back of my shell is what hits the wall. Okay. You guys watch as this depressed sounding turtle steps back to you guys almost takes one slow step and then on the second step flies like the wind and just as he's about to hit the wall it's like his shell moves on its own and his limbs and his head disappear and slams into the wall it collapses the guy you put to sleep starts waking up Then he's hit on a head by a rock. Just kind of snoozles as this whole, the underside, the underside of the structure just kind of collapses in that area. So much so that some of the dock collapses in from up top too. Let's go, guys. Hey, what's going on over there? Guards, what do you do? Why are you over there? Someone hit me with it. And this grandma came over. Just get over here. There's something going on with the prisoners. What are you doing? Running. Running through the hole. Fucking run. Also, not bad for someone who wanted to die a couple minutes ago. Well, I thank you. At least someone appreciates the little things I can do. I'm just going to follow him. Do I see water? Yes. I'm just going to run right towards the water and dive in it. Well, it's all water because it's essentially the ocean, the underside of the dock that you are now entering. There's this giant hole above the where you're going and you can see the sky. I'm going to send off the flare then, just real quick, and then run. Guys, okay, just... Alright, we need to... You guys, get on your ships. We need to go now. This flare whistles up and explodes in this bright brilliance as the four of you swim into the ocean. You guys see and hear the flare go off. Are we just swimming? Are we looking for anything? Where are we going? (laughs) Uh, I'm looking for something to eat while I'm underwater. (laughs) <laughs> find like I don't know seaweed and small shellfish help really not even a regular fish just shellfish you're underneath the dock where there's a ton of ships you're not there's not a lot of fish in this area you know we're gonna find a minnow or something <laughs> how fast is his boat you're not sure he just assured you that it had advanced speed propellant technology. 
Can I describe his boat to them so that they know which boat is safe? Yes. I do that. Uh, the first thing that you would describe to them is the fact that on both sides of the boat, in very large glowing letters, it says Sue Sailing Inc. And it has the colors of the Onyx Accord on its sails. Very hard to miss. Oh man, another boat? Who is this guy? How do you know he's safe? Trust me, he's safe. Ignore him if he opens his mouth, though. Easy you enough. especially, and I I look at uh, Lala, it, do not interact with him. Maybe cover up a little bit more. I am soaked from head to toe. What am I be covering up? You hear the splash of a bullet next to one of your heads. Another one. You see rifles behind you as they're shooting through this little opening that you guys created. I just dive deeper and... As you dive deeper, you see above at the surface, and you guys would see this on the surface, that out in front of you, at least the direction you're swimming, because you're just following the straight path out underneath the docks. Beep, 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 beep. These round cylindrical objects are being dropped in the bay area away from the docks. And you can hear the slight chirping of the beeps underwater. Um, what are those? That, no, no, you don't, don't go near the beepy things. They go beep, beep, and then they go boom, boom. Are you positive? I've used them before. I'm very positive. Oh? It's what we used to do to stop people from chasing us out. There are wide swaths where these are not being dropped because I would assume that they don't want them too close together. Otherwise, there's a chain reaction explosion in the middle of their bay. However, it's a little disconcerting that they're dropping explosive devices into the water. Can I dive when down we... and grab a rock? Can you what? Dive down to grab a rock. Like, it's not sure. super... Right. Can I grab said rock and throw it at the explodey thing? <laughs> You're not close enough to one. God damn it. And your throw distance is cut in half underwater. I say that's good and bad. Okay. You would be within its blast radius to be in range or to throw a rock at it. Based on what Kraka has just explained to you.
they are just dropping them indiscriminately as you guys had a pretty good stealth check um you're able to kind of use the chaos to your advantage Uh, but you're not entirely sure how long you're going to be able to keep swimming Are we looking for anything in particular as an escape route, or are we just swimming? We're looking for this guard's friend's boat. Second cousin twice removed boat. Listen, at least I got a boat. But they aren't here, so they aren't helpful. Is that, did you say it said like city slicker on the side of it or something? It says Sue Sailing. Sue Sailing. So I guess we're going to Sue's ship. So let's look for Sue. guys are now about a couple hundred feet away from the docks you're like in the your bay is deepening another couple hundred feet in front of you you do see a fishing boat a small fishing boat does it say anything does it say anything nope it's just a small fishing boat it looks like there's just a couple fishermen with a few nets, casting them in and trying to a couple like two or a couple like eight. <laughs> a couple like two. It's a small fishing boat. I'm gonna swim to the top of the water and you know peek my head out like a periscope to see if I can see this Susie sailor. You don't see anything yet. You guys have only been swimming for. Uh, a few moments. This is the first boat that you've come across. It's not really a big boat. It looks like it'd be big enough for four people. Uh, it's not very safe, but it would at least get you out of the water. Y'all want to commandeer this thing? Just don't hurt them. Ask them nicely. Can we nicely steal from you? Yeah, I'll do my best. Can we nicely take your boat into deeper waters and then return it to you without risking your life? Would, might be like a better thing to say to them, you know? Well, guess I'll let you be talking then. As you get close. Just see if we can pay them for a ride. As you get close, one of them throws a spear at one of you. It misses, but it's a little alarming. Can I shoot back? <laughs> uh, what are you shooting back with? I have a short bow. <laughs> All right, forget the nice of you.
I am. I'm just gonna float up to the surface surface with just my shell show on to make make him think he hit me. Okay. Hey look, Pa! I got one! I got one of those big fish things that are in the water. Ah, oh, good job, son. I'm so proud of you. Cast a net, you feel a net kind of grab onto yourself, shell crocker. They start pulling you into the boat. Man, this thing's heavy! What did I do? Catch a shark or something? It looks like you got a turtle there. Oh god, we got us a couple banjo players. Oh god, we have a child. Uh, man, son. We can't get this thing into the boat. Crocka, you're right up beside beside the boat. The net's not really around you. It just kind of hooked onto the edges of your shell. It's a really small net. Can I climb up the net? Um... Yeah, I'm gonna like try to grab onto the net and like flip up onto the ship, like try to land behind them, and then just push them in the water. Uh, you need to make an athletics check and or an acrobatics check, and Lala, if you want to attempt to climb the net on the boat, you need to make an athletics check. It's a nineteen. I'll also climb up so I'm not just in the water. That would be... Uh, well, let's wait, because the, these two are doing it uh, simultaneously. Uh, I'll do a hero point. Uh, roll your d6. I must find them. That's a four. Probably didn't help. Uh, it takes you a while, and your hands keep slipping because you're wet, and the net's wet. And it doesn't do damage, but it doesn't feel good to grab onto. Kraka. Like some type of acrobatic fish turtle. You flip up and land on the boat. A little wobbly, you almost fall into the other side because it's rocking. And while 19's good, this is very tense situations. Uh... As you do so, you notice that some of the ships are pulling out from the dock. You're a ways away, but they're getting ready to cast off. As you do, <gasps> it's alive, Pa, and it's a, it's it's a it's a person. And splash! You push them both in. Ah! Oh, oh, fine. I thought he was gonna stab me, Paul. It's all right. We're this is the first time we fell. Hey, give us back our boat. The rest You're of you can climb in. Me. What was that? Go ahead. You're lucky we didn't stab you. <laughs> Don't worry. <clears throat> Don't worry. There's bigger boats coming. You get to ride on. Um, sorry, mechanics thing. Uh, I can't find my hero points. They're normally That's fine. under. We have to. We have to uh, figure out your character sheets for that. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I couldn't find it, and I wanted to mark it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. You all successfully have commandeered this small little fishing boat that just has oars 
two oars for maneuvering. And not very many fish in it. They're not very good fishermen. Would I know which direction that was gonna Mr. Two is coming? <laughs> Do you know which direction? You like, know, I should know roughly, right? Yeah, he should be coming from the like north northern direction. Northeast, northwest, somewhere in that range. The northwest to northeast area. I'm going to point and say, who wants to help me row? I was just about to ask if it's a small enough boat where one person can row, or do you need one person on each side? It's small enough where one person could row. Well, if if you just want to tell me which way to row, I'll row. I'm not really good with the sense of directions, but you tell me to go left or right, I know how to do that at least. I'm just going to point north. Hmm? The directions we've got. All right. Well, I'm just going to start a rowing. Tell me if I'm going the right way. He starts rowing north. General northern direction. Uh, Off in the distance. You would all recognize because Detal, Crocker, and Lala, you've been pirates for a while. Uh, well, Detal, you're a mercenary, but you've been with the pirates. And mysterious pirate number two, who's not a pirate, you would also recognize that the Admiral's ship is casting off, as well as two of his uh, fleet's ships. And then you see a flash on one of the decks of the ships and then a flash on one of the other decks of the ships and then one of the masts goes down and one of the other ship's deck lights on fire Kraka and Lala specifically you would remember well, both of you roll a history check. Let's see if you would remember this, because this would have been a while ago in your backstories. Detail, you weren't told many details because you were just a mercenary. Yay, a natural 20. Plus two. <laughs> that means everyone gets a hero point, or an inspiration point. Hey, we don't have a There, uh, you know, uh, Yanoris has one, so the rest of you should. I'm not sure if you do. Like I said, I don't believe I did, but I will write it down in my notes. I've won. That's the bottom of the features and traits, so it should be where it was on the other campaign. I don't know if I added it to everybody's. Yeah, that's why I looked, and it is not there yet, but that's okay. I'll keep it in my notes for now. Kraka, uh, I need you to roll a history check as well. There it is. Well, the six. Kraka, you don't remember. You're just super focused on rowing. You're rowing the best you've ever rowed. Lala, 
You would remember Captain Venix Smallbones talking with Captain Hoppy Fishhook about if their plan goes south, they will booby trap some of the larger assault ships, frigate, or larger, um, to kind of take them out of the game for a while. Looks like the plan's headed south. Good thing we're going north. You guys really must have pissed her off. I don't know what we did. All I know is I didn't kill any queen, wasn't planning on it, and somebody owes me some gold. Do we see the boat yet? No, you're just rowing. (laughs) All right. With that, we're going to cut and go over to Sue Sailing Inc. Mr. Sue. You have been chilling on your boat. Just kind of sitting in the air general area that your friend, Yanor Graypreeze, has hired you to sit in. Uh, you haven't stayed in the same place, and you've come onto shore a couple of times for merriment and refreshment. Being sure to keep a low profile and not get in trouble. Some of that merriment you took back to your ship with you while you waited. However, you are, as you are doing a morning stretch and checking on Poppy. You see the flare. Off in the distance. I guess we're going to go get your master, right, Poppy? Poppy just thrills in excitement. I give uh, I give Poppy some little scratches uh, and then I I was sitting out on the on the kind of like on the deck area in just kind of like um, basically in a loincloth and a big in a big towel. So I kind of stand up and I, I drape the towel around myself and then I walk back inside. And uh, in, in kind of like the, the quarter that, um, is uh, our, our, our uh, I guess, it, you said Ganassi are the most uh, plentiful race here, right? Well, it's, it's primordial bloodlines. So both the homebrewed... Uh, what did I call them? Primordial Descendants and the Genasi. Okay. So there would be a male ear Genasi and then a female fire Primordial Descendant, both naked in his bed there. Um, and he's going to kind of walk in. Uh, he'll look down at both of them, smile real quick, 
give a big sigh and then just kind of throw the, uh, the um, I guess the, uh, the towel that he was wearing off and then he'll give like a big clap to wake them both up and say you both have been absolutely lovely but you need to go get this up And uh, he would wait for them to leave. He would uh, he would pay them, and then he would uh, get dressed and move, and uh, then have his boat move towards the uh, the area where the flare was uh, for the uh, for the coordinated meeting. Well, the Air Genasi kind of. Uh. It's so early. You had us up so late. None of that. We had fun, kinda, yes? Yeah, yeah. He kind of gets up like someone that doesn't have their coffee yet. Just kind of yep. slumped over, hunchback, kind of drags his feet, slowly putting on robes so lazily. As he rolls out of bed, I slap him. You what? As he rolls out of bed, I slap his ass. Come on now. The other one gets up. At least your bed's comfortable. It is. And he gives a big cheese smile. She gets herself dressed. You're lucky you chose someone with magic. I can get us back to the inn real quick. I am a gentleman. There is a card on the table for you if you are ever back in our neck of the woods. He uh, he smiles. She grabs the air Genasi's arm and says an incantation and snaps her fingers and they're gone. Uh, okay, and then he kind of does the whole like where they, where you like slap both sides of your face to kind of you know wake yourself up a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, again proceeds to get dressed, and then once he gets dressed, he like steps out of the captain's quarters and like throws his cloak over his shoulder, and uh, yeah. Makes a move to the uh, rendezvous point. Now, this is one of your father's top-of-the-line vessels. It is. You only got it because it was someone from the Grey Breeze family that was requesting a very special job of the Sioux Sailing Incorporated. Yep. There is... There are two levers on either side of the uh, big steering wheel. You are told to only touch the green lever, and the red lever is only for emergencies. Green levers on the... You said the... the, These are levers, levers, one on each side? Yeah, so the green lever is on your left, the red lever is on your right. 
Okay. Joachim eyes the, the red lever. Said, nope, nope. Emergencies only. And we're not there yet. So he cranks the uh, the green lever and then starts leading her out. Uh, as you do, you feel the ship, like, it creaks a little bit, and then you're... And then you get it pointed in the direction. You see you're a little to the uh, northwest, just slightly, of Black Rock Cove. Mm-hmm. So you adjust your direction accordingly. You know, you you know the tides in the area, for right now at least. It's pretty calm. There's no storms that you can see. Yep. And good. you're uh, going, you see Poppy kind of just stands up. She was laying down. She stands up. She flaps her wings and just kind of has her eyes closed and her feathers kind of going in the breeze as the your ship itself starts picking up speed rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Won't be too much longer, Poppy. You're about from where you are. You weren't really anchored. You were kind of anchored, um, but the current kind of moved you a little bit. So I'd say you're probably about four or five miles away from Black Rock Cove itself. But by this point, you guys have swam and rowed. You're now in like the deep ocean part of the Maelstrom Isles in the Eldathian Sea. So you're probably by this point a few miles out from where you started. As you approach, you see the smoke of fires going on. Uh, And you see commotion. There's a bunch of ships. You can make out the objects in the distance. You can't really see what's going on, but you see that's where the smoke's coming from. I'm going to need you, Yaokim, to make a perception check for me. Uh, It's it's actually just Wakim. Wakim. Walk him. Walk him. Make a perception check. Alright. Okay. 21. As you're approaching, you see this tiny little object on your horizon, like on the line of the direction you're going. This tiny little object kind of just floating. It looks like it's might be moving towards you. Sometimes it looks like it's moving backwards because you're moving so quickly. It's right in your path. It's, how quick is it coming up? You're moving up on it rather quickly. It's like a few hundred yards out, but... As I get closer, am I able to discern what it is more? Uh, you get closer. It looks like it's some kind of small vessel with a, with uh, four humanoid-like creatures in it. Okay, I'm going to slowly um, turn so that it is not in my direct path. And that way I'm kind of getting a good view of it as I get closer to it. Uh, do I recognize anybody on the vessel? 
Do you have like a spy class or anything? I don't believe I do. I don't know if you have like ship sailing things in your inventory. I get uh, you might not have like a spy glass because I don't think I do. You'd have other things required for sailing a ship, but okay. are you slowing down? to get a better look at them or are you going your same speed as we get closer i would slow down a bit in order to get a better look okay so you release the green lever and the ship begins to slow down uh slowly slow down because it takes a while it's a big vehicle as you do you recognize your friend yanor you see a very attractive humanoid next to her. You see a turtle rowing. And you see a large but also attractive uh, tabaxi. Uh, so Joachim gives a big smile. He uh, And he would come to a complete stop as he pulls alongside them. And then he would kind of go over to the edge of the boat so that he could look down at them uh, and he'd kind of get Yenner's attention. And he'd say, uh, going my way, beautiful? And then flash a big cheesy smile. Let us up, you big horny oaf. Only because you asked so nicely. And then he uh, throws down the, uh, the rope ladder. I again look to Lala and say, ignore him, and then start climbing up. That may be difficult to do, but frankly, I'm just in awe that we broke a wall, swam, and stole a boat just to get on another one with this. I don't gotta row this one, do I? So I, I might need some help. This is a big ship. Don't worry, I'm half tempted to make him push it. And I'll point over at Joaquim. I think you're safe. Joaquin. I don't think he wrote it over by himself. Joaquim sneezes. Well, every captain has its crew. You just never see the crew because they're below deck. only crew below deck is the person running the galley. Come on. You've been on a boat long enough to know that. She kind of pokes a shell. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be on the upper deck. I was always in the lower deck either rowing or, or mopping or you know, I'd be lucky if I got to swap the boot pick. I 
I think this poop deck swabs itself. Did Are everybody up on, up the, on the boat? On the deck now? I don't know, Detal, are you also climbing up onto this boat? Yes. Uh, then yes, while you guys are having this conversation and your friend is staring down at you with a big smile on his face. You do get up onto the boat deck. I'm going to grab his arm and I'm going to give him a very, very serious look. And I'm going to say... We need to get away from here now. Yes, yes, but introductions first, right? Everybody? You can wait. Now! Unless you want to lose daddy's ship. Okay, okay, fine. You are the paying client. And then uh, he turns around. As he turns around, he uh, gives like a big smirk. And then he takes a little bit, like, he takes like a smoking device out, and then he takes like a big pull, and then he turns back to Yenner. You want? I want you to get us out of here now. Hi, hi, Captain. And then he starts walking back to the steering wheel, smoking and saying, Oh, Captain, my Captain. As he does that, I'm going to take the heel of my boot and just kick him right in the butt. And then he turns around and gives like a, like a, like a, ooh. Sweetheart, you don't got the right equipment. You do, however, have the equipment to make this boat go fast. Present that. It is great useful. And then that's when he reaches the, uh, the steering wheel. It's like, okay, okay, we're, we're, we're going to the meeting place. Don't worry. You now, made it. Now, you are aware of the heavy pirate presence to the east and the southeast, which is the path you would normally go to get back home. East and then southeast down to Zatha. But you can't take that path because it is crawling with pirate ships. You have seen them sailing in and out of the port in that direction. Okay, can't go that way. You're either going to have to go out into the deep sea and wait for uh, things to calm down a little bit, which could take a couple days or a week. Or you could take the long way around. You have to avoid the islands. Because the islands, there's also a high density of pirates, even in the islands that are occupied by the Ar- by the Arlegian tribe. So you'd have to sail around those, and you'd have to stop off in Arbor. In where? I'm sorry. Arbor. A R B H U R. Am I familiar with Arbor? It's where you picked up Lala. Okay. Oh, wait, it's where I picked up Lala? I'm going to say. 
Do I know yeah, her? Yeah, it's where you picked up Lala the first time she asked you to transport. Hold on. Oh, I remember my backstory with, uh, with Yenner, not with, uh, not with, hold on. Yep, okay, okay, yep. Yenor. I transported you to the, Yenor, apologies. Um, yeah, I remember with Yenor, uh, but yeah, I did transport Lala to the Pirate Isle, so I recognized Lala. <laughs> you only saw her once, so you you only recognized her now after staring at her for quite a few minutes straight. Do I remember? I know how old she is. No, that did not come up in conversation. Uh, Lala, you're focused on being soaking wet right now. True. You could care less who he is. And it's not the same ship. He doesn't have the same ship that he had when he transported you either. Highly unpleasant. <laughs> he's gonna get a. He's gonna narrow his eyes at Lala and. Uh, oh, I remember you, cutie from the Pirate Isles. You must be mistaken. That was clearly someone else. No, no, no. I. Uh, I don't forget faces. Or body types. Hey, hey, how about you be useful and get us some towels, please? I'm, I'm, I'm driving. And then uh, he uh, he smiles and he sets the uh, uh, go to the autopilot. I don't have a face or a body. You're clearly mistaken. You've never seen me. Is she, like, hiding her face in any way right now? No, Lala, no. are you? No, she's just pretending she doesn't have a face or a body. She's an invisible ghost, and you definitely can't see her. So he would then walk right up to her and get, like, right in her face and say, Hi, I do see you. <laughs> now, as you do that, you would notice that she has a very young face. Hmm? How old are you? You're going Excuse to live catch their death of cold. Uh so I guess on this, on the deck here, there would be like a tarp or some sort. Yeah, you'd have, like you'd have um, storage chests of like various uh, sailing equipment, tarps, sails, ropes, etc. You would also have uh, in like next to your captain quarters in your captain quarters and below deck stocked with various provisions uh, outfits and uh, towels and whatnot okay this is um, not a combat so ship this is a merchant ship yep I would I would then look at her and narrow my eyes and say I'm going to be right back. 
Um, and he would go down and get some towels and whatnot, and uh, he would come back and say, if anybody needs to change your clothes, you, know, you just head down Help yourselves. And then he looks back at Lala. You! How old are you? This invisible wow. is not very invisible. While we await for Lala to answer yep. the question, Poppy recognizes that her owner is back. Where is mm -hmm. she? She's just she's been on the deck sunbathing and enjoying the breeze. Alright, I'm gonna go over and I'm going to throw myself onto her back and just kind of like flop over her neck. Well, you did just get her all wet. She uh, shakes a little bit and then kind of trills and looks back at you and squawks. I'm gonna scratch right behind her ears and just kind of snuggle. Does the head tilt thing and kind of leans into it and just kind of flaps her wings happily and starts trotting around on the deck. Lala, are you back? Yes, but I missed the question. I'm sorry. He asked how old you were. Oh. Old enough. None of your business. I wouldn't tell you, even if we were friends. Joaquim, she's like... young enough to be yours. What was that? It, I, I lost the last bit. I'm going to yell across the deck that she's probably young enough to be yours and is therefore off limits. His eyes would get wide, and then he'd look down at Lala, and then he'd look back at Yanor say, You brought children on my boat? What is... Why? They I'm were so going to hang her, and then shoot her, and then drown her. That's a fair enough reason. And then he looks back at Lala. You want a juice box or something? I'm not a child. I'm 18, which is officially an adult. And you wouldn't know the difference if I told you differently anyway. Maybe I'm 40. And I don't know who my parents are. Maybe it's you. I'm going to get you a juice box and a bad one. Because you've got a little bit too much showing up there. I'm going to get you a fat lip if you don't treat me with some respect. I'm going to go and treat myself to them now. Okay. I'm going to wave. I'm okay. My name is Yanor Graybreeze. I'm going to bow and say thank you for allowing me to rescue you and not hurting me. Thanks for the rescue, but what was it for? That, that is a really long story. Like, real long. 
Well, I don't see my getting off this ship anytime soon. Yeah, we're going to take the long way. So, story time, go ahead. Well, I really don't know that much about my life. So, I, I don't know what I have to do with anything. Do I at least get your names before I tell you my life story? How do you not know much about your life? Weren't you there for it? Yeah, uh, that was until Pirates or at least I think it was Pirates, left me for dead in an alley because of Snifflshade. So it's as much up in the air as everything else is. Again, can I have your names? Lala. Idle. You actually want to know my name? Wow. Yes, I do, Turtle Boy. My, I go by Crocker. That last name, Molasses. DM, would I recognize any of these names from my investigation? No. Uh, you didn't get any specific names in your investigations yet. You've hit a lot of dead ends. You have stumbled across a larger black market than you were aware of, but nothing in relation to you being left for dead in an alley. I don't suppose any of you guys know anything about Snifflshade and the trade of that. Lala, Kraka, and Detal, each of you can make a history check to figure out how much you would know about said Snifflshade. That's a nine, but I'm going to use a hero point. Go ahead. Well, that, that, that just makes it a ten. Lala, yours isn't coming through there. Try rolling again. Oh, there it is. It came through. Well, that's without her proficient, or without her bonus, whatever her bonus would be. <laughs> Doesn't come through from. Oh, there it is. It's seven. Not... Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Croc and uh, Lala, neither of you really know much or dealt with Snifflshade much. So you wouldn't really know much of anything. Detall. At one point or another, you were involved with protecting and enforcing a drug and arms traders warehouse you only realized he was a drug and arms trader after the fact you were just in it for the money and that's what caused you to leave for the pirate isles not before 
you were hired as a small group of assassins. Tell them this. So you are all told that Yital has worked for those that handle Sniffle Shade and uh, other illegal arms. I don't suppose you have a full list of names and addresses on you? Right offhand, no? Rough location... The rough location you would remember, the warehouse you were protecting was in Zaza. It was in Zaza. Zaza, Z-A-T-H-A. Zaza. You weren't really given someone's actual name as to whose warehouse it was. You were just paid by some thug. Paid well. A dude. If you saw him again, would you recognize him? Yeah. Was he recognizable? The thug that you did most of your dealings with, no, not really. Uh, however, you have seen his boss quite a few times in your dealings going in and out of the warehouse you were protecting. Uh, and you would recognize his boss if you saw him again. But you were never given a name for his boss. Never a name, but I know the same. Fantastic. DM, where is this boat going? Alright, so your boat is sailing out of the Eldathian Sea. Out of the range of the Maelstrom Isles, out of the Eldathian Sea, into the deep of the Maelstrom Tides. This gets you out of the range of the pirate ships where they have, they have raiding parties and a dense cluster of their fleet all around the Maelstrom Isles. So the ship is going northwest out around into the Maelstrom Tides and looping back around to the coast of Arlegia where there are Arlegian fleets known very well for their advanced navy and therefore very good at defeating pirates. And you, you since Mr. Sue has an Onyx Accord banner, will be granted safe passage through to Arbor. Where, after that journey, you will need to stop for refueling and whatnot. Even with the enhanced speed, that journey is about a three-day journey to avoid detection and capture. And then after that, are we going back to Zatha? Up to you guys after you hit Arbor, what you do. 
uh, Yokim does need to get his father's boat back to him. Zatha. Does he his family really? lives in Zatha. What was that? Does he really, though? Oh, baby. <laughs> So this sniffle shade is a weapon of some kind? It is a highly addictive drug. And people don't like when you look into the distribution of it. Okay. What does it have to do with us? And you? I mean, sure, they left you for dead, but what does that have to do with us? I work with the Onyx Accord and the Kingdom of Ashania. I was looking into it as an investigator and was attacked. Now they want me to hunt down the people who are doing it, and it's led me to pirates. And I figure, who better to help me find pirates than pirates who are not dead when they should have been dead? More than I can count. Well, I think you kind of out of something there. Because I don't know that much about this, this sniffle shade. Except it's just something you do. You, you usually trade more in the open water than you do in land. The only time I've seen is, and ever unloading those boxes from underneath is when we were out at the open sea. Rick, I empathize and I appreciate you getting us out of there. I really do. But uh, unless somebody's going to be paying me, I don't see where I have any foot in this. I'm working with the Onyx Accord and Ishanian officials, so there's there's a decent amount of money to be had potentially if we can catch it. Because if it does if it does go the way that it's looking like it might, we could potentially be taking out the pirates. Does that mean we could potentially Blunder, whatever they happen to be holding at the time. If if you happened to pick up some gold and some expensive items, uh, you know who's to say? Because I I'm not gonna say anything. There's a lot of very expensive, expensive items where I'm going to need to be going. Hmm. Be something and don't say shit. That's my type. I like you. All right.
Now, did I hear you say something about a change of clothes? And I'm going to look over at Joaquin. Mr. Sue. Oh, now you're talking to me. Yeah. And then he tosses her into his. Actually, he like grabs. He has Mage Hand bring her clothes to bring clothes to her. Okay. I'm gonna look directly at him. Walk behind Poppy so that she's covering all of my things, and I'm gonna take my shirt off and throw it at him. Right in front of me. I'm hiding behind Poppy, so you know my shirt's off, but you can't see anything. Um, alright, so, as she goes, alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to try something. Give me one second. I just want to see if I can do Okay, would I know what scares a hippogriff? You can make a nature or animal handling check. Be relatively uh, high since you the only time you interact with Poppy is when Yanor leaves her with you if she is going on a mission like she just did or if Yanor is there. You said a nature or an animal handling? Yes. Uh, I'll go then. It's going to be somewhat high. It's not oh. going to be super high, but... That's a natural, That's a natural 20. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, you would not know what would spook a hippogriff. Under these circumstances, you have a moment of brilliance and think that, hey, maybe what scares other large animals that are horse-like would scare a hippogriff. If you need so, examples, loud sounds, small things that by their feet. Okay, so as a uh, all right, uh, so as she walks over to, um, so as she walks behind. Uh, Poppy and starts to take her shirt off. Uh, Joaquin's eyes would kind of narrow and he'd get like a devilish look. And then he'd do like a click and be like, You hear that? And then um, he would kind of make a little gesture with his hand. And I guess from behind, I guess like out of the. 
out of the line of sight of the hippogriff would be they would hear uh, the sound of like a predatory animal uh, that sounds like they're, it's about to, to pounce on a predatory animal because a hippogriff is pretty predatory. Well, yeah. hippogriffs only on have one natural enemy. Based on this check, would I know this? Oh, well, it's a natural twenty, so you would you would know that they don't have a lot of natural predators. You would not be familiar with what that predator is. There are a few that would come to mind. They are rather large, like something that could swallow it whole. Um, how big are a hippogriff? Like bigger than a than a stallion. Poppy is ten feet long with a twenty foot wingspan, weighing around nine hundred and fifty pounds. So, I guess I would make the sound of a giraffe. Uh. Dragons, manticore, or wyverns. Oh, dragon. I thought he said the sound of a giraffe, and I... My brain... Tarask. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a giraffe sounds like. My brain is broken. That's actually a really good question. What the hell does a giraffe sound like? Quark! Quark! That was that was my best guess. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, you make this just loud bestial roaring sound. Yenor, you're gonna need to make an animal handling check because you feel Poppy getting spooked. Go ahead, Dan. So, as you make the loud Tarask sound, Poppy gets spooked and jumps and kind of takes to the skies for a little bit. Yep. Uh, Yanor's only Yanor's shirt was off. She didn't get anything else off yet. And while yeah, she threw yeah. her shirt at you, in the time that that happened... Uh, she had turned to the side, so she's partially facing away from you, and her hair is down and wet and sticking to her body, so you can't actually see anything. It's still a lovely image. You see, like, the silhouette, but you don't really see anything. I'm just gonna Wait, stare at him, and I'm gonna say, I'm telling Kaida when we get home. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's completely unnecessary, and he immediately turns around and grabs another towel, and then like puts it up and turns his head away so that he looks—he's not looking. But then he kind of sneaks like a, a half look, and then stops looking again. 
Ooh, someone's in trouble. I don't even know. You would know in other uh, interactions that you've had because you're a flirty person. That uh, Kaida's pretty, uh, pretty protective and uh, possessive of Yenor. Yep. And is not one to be trifled with, especially in the sense of magics, as she is quite highly skilled with the arcane art. Indeed she is. Don't want to mess with her, at least not in an unfun way. But yeah. You also know that she is a changeling, so you don't even know if you'd know her when she would be approaching you. Yeah. Yeah. Again, terrifying, but still kind of. She would never hurt you permanently, but she would. But she'd definitely give you a kick in the ass. I'll make her ground you from the Onyx Accord archives. No more research for you. And I'm going to do the naughty hand fingers. Okay. Relax. Look, you're getting. Do you not pay enough for titties? You have to look at mine too. I mean, they—they are kind of the silhouette is lovely. You should be proud. First off, but I mean, bodies are lovely, aren't they? Grounded. And while this conversation is happening, I'm changing clothes. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not being fun with me. Just, just saying. You could be more fun. I'm going to tell my wife. My darling, beloved wife. What you're doing. Giving you a towel, rescuing you from from near death. Yes. Scaring our daughter Poppy so that you can see my boobs. I look at, I I point to Poppy. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna scare that thing? She's already landed back on the deck. She's realized that there's nothing and has landed back down and kind of just looked at you and looked at Yenor and looked back at you and looked at Yenor and then just kind of laid down. Can I motion for Poppy to, like, take a little nip at him? Make another animal handling check. Oh. (laughs) Well, everyone, because Yo Kim got a natural 20 and Yenor just got a natural 20, so everyone should have Three inspirations now. Yeah, except for Yonor, who just used one. But uh, there should be three total, because there have been three natural 20s so far. Uh, Yeah, you... Motion Poppy gets up and kind of walks over to you. Mr. Sue. And kind of is snapping her beak at you and kind of just... You, she's not being serious. You can tell she's like as she's walking, she's playfully getting back up on her hind legs with her front legs, 
and kind of swipe in it. And then she walks up to you and uh, she gives you a pretty forceful headbutt. Yeah. You get knocked back a couple steps. There, no, you don't take any damage, but you get knocked back a couple steps. Then she kind of just trots back you over to you. Uh, that was fun. Ah. Was that really necessary, you know? You're lucky she didn't fight you overboard. Well, then who would be here to drive the boat? I'm sure I can figure it out. You take my boat, then? I'd leave you a tow rope. I thought we meant more to each other than this. And you're willing to risk it for titties. I mean, you do have love. No, 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 no. Because he thinks about, uh, thinks about the wife just kind of casting deadly magic, and then that's no, no. I am quite satiated, as I already got my fill before we set out. So this is all fine. I don't suppose there's food on this boat? Yeah, there's plenty. Just downstairs. And he motions to the to the kitchen. Help yourself. Or stop. A note. There's no chef. This boat's not no, 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 manned no, no. by anyone. It's it's literally meant for one person to sail. But we do have like provisions, like food. Yeah, you have provisions, and there's a kitchen. You just have to know how to cook. Yeah. I'm gonna go start cooking. Yeah, and can you make something for me? I'm kind of hungry. I'm gonna look at him. I'm going to look down at my left hand. I'm going to fiddle with my wedding ring. And I'm going to be like, you know, there is a wedding ring here. But it's not from you. And then I'm just going to turn around and leave. <laughs> but I have to drive the boat. And I'm starving. And Maybe I'll bring a small. sandwich. And I yell that up the stairs. You put the boat on autopilot. Oh, that's right, I did. And he, and then he, he realizes that's right. I have to be here, and he runs downstairs. What are the other three of you doing? There's towels, clothes. You just watched this very strange interaction after being rescued from near death. Get some dry clothes on. What are these clothes? You have no, you have no tab, nothing, right. nothing designer. They're all just common clothes. Hmm. He's digging through all the clothes, trying to find something that looks at least like mildly styled, because that's still important to her age. Uh, you do find some 
I wouldn't say elegant, but not com I'd say uncommon clothes. Uh, very deep in a chest. So it's to look cool. <laughs> Braca. Yeah. Sorry. What are you doing? Uh, I'm just been sitting over here, just watching them to argue and fight. I mean, I'm not really doing that much of anything. We're supposed to be doing something. Food's being made. People are drying off. You're a turtle. But food's being made. People are drying off. I can hear myself in your mic for some reason. Um. Sorry. I just don't know why it's reverberated. I don't have it through my mic. Like, oh, okay. I'm trying to mute it while I'm not talking. But, yeah, as you guys are now, the banter has ceased. Clothing and, and bodies are being dried. Food is being made. We're going to call that a break. And we're going to head to break here. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be back here in a few moments. There's donuts in the break room. Oh, hi. Nice to see you there. Thanks for stopping by and enjoying the show. You can support us further by leaving a like and review. Spread the fun by sharing with your friends, as we're sure they'll have a good time. You can also help us by heading over to chaoticallybalanced.com forward slash support, link in the description below, and seeing what exclusive content is available to you. All right, it's time to get back into the adventure. We are back thank you all so much for sticking with us we left off with this band of ex-pirates and onyx cord individuals sailing away from the pirate zone of control in the Eldathian Sea and into the Maelstrom Tide to loop back around into the coastline of the Arlegian Drive where they will be granted safe passage. What are you all doing now that you have been on this boat for a little bit and have dried off? Um, yes. So, the Pirate Queen. You had all, in some way, shape, or form, been part of the forces that Hoppy Fishhook and Venix Smallbones had gathered and recruited and allied themselves with, and in your case, Detal, paid to storm the keep and the castle of the Pirate Queen. You stood no chance, and Hoppy Fishhook and Venix Smallbones, along with 
a small band from each have fled. Uh, you guys were among the captured. You three were among the captured. Uh, much of the captured got shot on sight as they tried to escape the cuffs. But you all were easily subdued uh, in the chaos. The queen? In what way? I guess you would know. Um, make a history check to see what you remember from talking with the captain that had uh, yeah I can make your history check for you uh, let's see plus two well that's an eight um, you don't remember much you don't remember why they were trying to do it. Uh, you don't know if they had a specific reason or if something else was happening. If there was a larger picture that was going on or if someone was pulling the strings behind the scenes. You're not really sure. anyone doing anything specific? What, uh, what time of day is it? So, it's actually like dusk. Why see her to sneak around. You what? Well, I, I think, uh... I think somebody else is going to Well, Cecil? you and Yanor went down to cook. Okay, so we're still cooking. Yes, you are not done cooking. This is essentially dinner. I would be trying to play chef's assistant with, uh... With Yanor, then. Yanor, do you accept your assistant? As long as he keeps his hands on the food. Yes, yes, yes. You threatened me with your wife. I understand. I accept. I respect you. What are we making? And he rolls up the spoon. The, um, what, uh, what provisions are there that I can make? Can I make a stew? We should have enough for that. It is approaching the chilly season. Fall, if you will. Um, uh, actually, 
I'm not 100% sure what season it is because I changed the calendar. Yep. It is chilly though because it's an approaching dusk and you're essentially in the middle of the ocean. So, yes, I would say there's enough provisions to make various types of stews. Um, there's also provisions enough to make um, simple pasta and meat dishes, plenty of potatoes, other root vegetables that will stay. There are some ice boxes that have fresh cured meat as well. Joaquin, you'll ask Turtle Boy if he eats meat. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Just, again, he needs to do to a specific house. The stuff in there, that's good stuff. Don't, don't use that right now, please. What did you say? Can you repeat that? You got a little warbly. I was just going to say that um, he's going to point to a specific ice box and say, just don't use the stuff in that one. That one's the special thing. You do see that the ice box he points to has uh, his father's seal on it. Seal as in it's a sealed container? Yes. Okay. So I can't look without... His father would probably know. How close am I with his dad? Not as close as you are with him. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it alone for now. It's essentially... He's... His father is your parent's friend. That's where it ends. Hey, Doc. Do I see her eyeing this uh, ice box? No, you have gone to go get Kraka while she was doing that. Okay. Because you put said, "Don't go to that ice box," and then you left. I'm I'm below deck, just so you know. Oh, so you walk out of the kitchen area and see Kraka just sitting there. Oh, oh, there you are. Turtle man, what's going on? And he kind of like gestures uh, to like shake hands with Crocker. Uh, well, how, how are you doing, fine, sir? <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good. How you doing? Um... Yeah, you know, I've been better, but I don't I don't really know much anymore. Well, what do you mean? It's kind of a long story. I might ha I I'd have to get to know you a little bit more before I told you exactly what's going on. So he's going to give Crocker a big smile. And then he's going to maneuver a little bit closer and he's going to put a big arm around him and give him a big smile and say, Buddy, we've got a long trip. We've got nothing but time. So, 
I'm down to listen to that story over food. In which case, I have to ask, do, do you eat meat or are you strictly, uh, you know, plants? Or what do you eat? Uh, I prefer, yes, I do eat meat. I prefer it raw. The fresher, the better. Ooh. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't really like... I do it. Yeah, I don't really like raw meat. I'm more of a seafood type. I, I think we can uh, rustle up some grub for you. But, uh, you owe me a story. One of these nuts while we're out here in the open sea, possibly over a drink. I'll be back. You hang tough. And he would uh, go back to the north. I'll be here. I ain't going anywhere else. Turtle man over there does eat meat, but you actually don't have to cook it. It's raw. Well, how about you go scramble up some sushi, and I'll start the soup. Yep, I can do that. So he would go to a separate area and start uh, start cutting up some stuff. Reminds me of that time where weren't you making dinner? I'm very intrigued and where you're going with this. I mean, from what I remember, you. Know, you had just gotten married, and we were having a dinner, and I brought over uh, that guy. And you're gonna have to be so he, much more specific. I've seen you with so many men. I mean, he was the guy with with. He was really tall, you know. He's really was it was tall. it the guy that was shaped like a beanpole? I mean, which part? And he gives, he gives like a devilish smirk. Apparently, the only part that matters to you. Yin, no fun. I'm more fun no if you way. have the right equipment. No, 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 again. Not everybody can be your lovely wife, your lovely wife. But, but I'm I'm am gonna stop you, and I'm gonna stare at you, and I'm gonna go. You you wanna you wanna repeat what you just said about my Kaida? Like Kaida is a fetching woman, and then he will immediately like turn back to his work and continue to carry sushi. Fetching. I'll I'll start the soup again, but I'm gonna keep glancing at him every few minutes. 
Okay. Baka, during this time, what are you doing? You're sitting down there. You can hear their banter, and you can smell the food. I'm just kind of sitting over here in the corner and admiring how clean this deck is below. Like, I came down here to possibly do something, but there ain't nothing to do because it's it's clean for a shit. So I'm just going to sit here because I don't know what else to do. Okay. That's all, that's all I'm used to. Rowing and cleaning. And I don't got to row and I don't got to clean. Tall, what are you doing? And where are you? I don't remember if you went to the downstairs or if you're on the top of the deck. On top of the deck, just kind of like catching the glimpse of the last bit of the sun and listen to everything that's going around. Very peaceful waters, light ocean breeze, uh, the sound of poppy trilling or chirping at something every now and again. The muffled banter downstairs. You can't really make out what they're saying. You just hear the muffled banter. About it. Quite calm and serene compared to how you got to the ship. Just kind of taking the peacefulness in. Voila. He's snooping. Yes. There's a, you are a snooping. There's a captain's quarters or Well first yeah. you need to make an investigation check. Again. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm in your sheet. That's a twelve. How many hero points do we have? Uh, you're at level five, so you have. I think it's five. I have to find the thing. Either way, I have more. I will use one. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's not. It is half your level. It is five plus half the character's level for here. So you should actually start with at level five, you have eight. Uh, okay. So yes, you do have one, so I'll, I'll roll a d6 for you. So that's an 18. That's Yay. not bad. <laughs> so we're looking for captain's quarters, but really anything that seems interesting will stop off and, and look around. Are you going under, like to the to the lower deck, or are you just staying on the top deck? Captain's quarters are usually like close to the top. So, how many? This is just like a two-layer ship, just uh, yes. just above and below. Okay. Yes. Well, unless there's something that sticks out, like a uh, like that's clearly like sometimes there's the uh, the little 
I don't know, wheelhouse? The little house that's behind the steering? Oh. Unless there's one of those, then we'll go under and start something down there for it. Um, so you know they went downstairs, your snooping would probably be interrupted. I mean, you I was trying easily... to avoid the kitchen area in order to look around and just, you know, be quiet. Yeah, so when, um... Do I have to go through there to snoop? No, they went down below deck. Yes. To the kitchen area, but the kitchen area faces the stairs. Below deck. <laughs> so you well, wouldn't I mean... be able to get past it without one of them seeing you. And you know Croco went down there, too. I'll just pretend to look for a bathroom. Um, but on the top deck, underneath the steering wheel, there's a room. Like, there's the stairs on both sides, and there's a big room underneath <laughs> the steering area. And then on the opposite side of the ship... Uh, there's another room with a raised deck area. Okay. We'll check under the steering wheel. Okay. This door is unlocked. Uh, underneath the steering wheel. Uh, this room looks to be storage. Uh, nothing. It's mostly empty. There's a few crates in here. Uh, some of them are open. Looks like there were towels and some other clothing pieces in here. Nothing too extravagant or interesting. Hmm. Then we will go to the other deck room. The other deck room, the door's locked. I will use my thieves tools. Was that so you're going to something? Be, huh? So a yeah, it's lock picking. So it yeah. would be sleight of hand. And you are proficient with your thieves tools. So you do get your sleight of hand proficiency bonus. If you were not proficient with your thieves tools, it would just be a dexterity check. But you are proficient. So we're going to roll this. That's 17. Are you yeah. happy with a 17? Yeah, I think that'll do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> his door opens. It's not a difficult lock. Uh, it's locked, but it's not a difficult lock. So you get inside. See a very large king-size bed in the center. Sheets are still unmade. Some questionable implements around the room. Ew. <laughs> there's a big wooden trunk at the foot of the bed, and then there's a couple of chests on either side, like near the nightstand. I'm gonna go to the, one of the chests. We'll say the one on the left, just. Okay, you go to the one, the chest on the left. 
It is partially open. It is not locked. <laughs> what is it? One second. I have to get it. Aja, stop. Ow. Why didn't it? Happy. It's in the uh, Discord chat. That's what you find in that open chest. Oh dear. That's that's not what I was looking for. I didn't search it. It was sent to me by Mr. Sue. Oh god. What about the one on the other side? The small chest on the other side is locked. I will attempt to open that one as well. Alright, we'll roll another sleight of hand check. Yeah. Yes, I love you too. Can you not kiss my eyeball? There's another 17. Huzzah! Are you happy with the 17? Okay. Uh, this chest does not open. Uh, barnacles. Is the trunk unlocked? Are you going to the trunk to find out? Yes. Uh, as you do, the trunk is unlocked. Yeah. Anything interesting in there? Family pictures? Heirlooms? Stocks? Bonds? More implements, like the ones that are strewn about the room. Oh. Hmm. Are there any family pictures or anything hung about? None hung about, no. If that's all there is, then I guess I'll go check out the other room that's above deck. Or no. You did already. Did. That's right. Yes. <laughs> on your way out, you do see, because uh, you right now you've been focused on the chest, so you haven't really looked. You do see that there is a <gasps> door in this room. Looks like it's situated like to a room that's underneath the actual stairs. We'll see if I can get in there. Doors unlocked. What is inside? Uh, there's a desk, a small little desk with a chair behind it. See, there's a couple of uh, pictures and some documents out on the desk, and pictures are kind of up on the desk. Can I get a general idea of what the documents are? Seem to be just uh, various. Permits for shipping and licenses from the Onyx Accord and uh, passes for travel through various territories. Nothing secrety. No. No, all just official documents in case stop you're stopped by security forces. Are there any drawers? Yeah, the desk has drawers. 
there anything interesting in them? Any locked drawers? Uh, one drawer you open up, it has, like, just parchment and writing implements. The other drawer is locked. I suppose I could try to open this one. <laughs> uh, you can, sure. We'll make another sleight of hand check. Oh, better. <laughs> 19. Huzzah! Uh, you open the drawer. You find it empty. Who would lock an empty drawer? That's suspicious. Is there is there a secret compartment or anything? Can I investigate? We can investigate. You rolled a thirteen. Damn. It's fine. After after thinking about this, I've concluded I'd probably find the secret compartment and it would just be photographs and that I don't want to see. <laughs> Embarrassing okay. photographs from the Christmas party. <laughs> you close the drawer. Leave the office, close the door. Close anything that you opened, but leave the open things open so that it looks like you weren't there. Yes. And close the door to it and kind of just, what are you doing now? I guess she will just go and, and sit for a bit and look out on the sea and relax a little, as much as she can relax, which isn't that much. <laughs> While you're sitting, Lala, you just feel this presence of this beast walk up behind you. And you feel the feathers rub against you as it just lays down against your back. Hmm. She settles against it as well, just kind of okay. You see, it just, it's just look it's not looking at you, it's just looking out at the sea. It's got its wings folded up and just kind of laying there. Breathe in softly. Your peaceful companions lean against each other without acknowledging each other. Mercenary. You said your name was Deedle? Yes. Who did you work for? A few mercenaries. A few higher ranked people. Most recently she was hired by uh, your captain, or your former captain, Lala, Benix Smallbones. I assume we were both sent on this mission by her, so we were both working for her at the time, or? Well, you were on her crew. You were, you were, yeah. So, Lala, you were on her actual crew. She recruited you. Uh, she paid Deedle. Gotcha. You were paid in what you guys had plundered. Deedle was 
just paid. But you were both betrayed. How'd you get caught up with the likes of her? What was that? You're kind of scraggly. Well, the way that I grew up. Ah, you've been mercenarying for quite a while then. Yes, a few years. More than I'd like. But the money is good. Has it been? So far, it's not been that profitable. Although, I haven't exactly been mercenarying. Life a few times, if you haven't noticed. Doesn't seem too much worth it. You may as well be a farmer if you had the plot. That's the problem. Land anymore is just... Hard to come by sometimes. You could say that again. Alright. We'll go back to the kitchen. How long has it been? Oh, like 10 or 15 minutes. But I'm still making the stew. Is there anything else that anyone else wants to discuss or talk about? This tenuous, peaceful evening. I'm just afraid of getting hit by or threatened anymore. Sorry. All right. The evening concludes on the ship. Food is served when it is done. You are all given some bowls of stew. Kraka, there is some sushi. Uh, as far as resting goes, eh, are we all resting? Are we going to take watches? How are we doing this as a group? We should probably do watches. Is it this would be a long rest deal or a short rest? Long rest, it is nighttime. How fancy um, is this contraption? Doesn't someone need to watch the weather and the stars? Yeah, I mean I would make the first watch, but uh yeah, long rest would be uh actually I don't even think I need a long rest, but I don't want to get exhaustion, so we would all need to take a long Well, I only need four hours of meditation, so I can do 
a majority of it, if that works for everyone else. If you wouldn't mind, we'd appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, as long as you give me like four hours to meditate, I'll be fine. Will do. Who will be taking first watch then? Is that you, Mr. Sue? Yep. Alright. There are sleeping quarters off of the area that is below deck. They're small. Because um, they're also used for cargo storage overflow. If there's a lot of stuff that needs to be transported. But for the time being, uh, some bed rolls on top of some uh, hay bale have been laid out. Now, just underneath the deck. Yenor, mm -hmm. since you are such good friends with Mr. Sue, there's a rollout bed in the captain's quarters because you had refused one time to sleep in the bed that he sleeps in, even if it's not with him. I insisted strongly, but yes, he, he refused. So you get the spare bed in the captain's quarters. That's only there for you because you've contracted him so much. Mm -hmm. Everyone else gets the bed rolls on the hay bales. Is everybody else going to sleep in their designated areas? Yes. Well, I usually don't have an area. My, I, I just I sleep wherever, and I just pull all my limbs and everything inside my shell, and just plop. Okay. Lala and Detox. Works for me. I slept in worse places. Indeed. Alright. Everyone goes to sleep. You know, you scoff at the state of his room before clearing out a spot. How disgusting is this room? Like, is it obvious that there was just a threesome going on a couple hours ago? It's not disgusting in the sense that there are fluids everywhere or stains. It's just disorganized. He didn't put anything away and he didn't make his bed. What, what does it smell like? I mean, he's... A magic user. It smells like the ocean. He can clear out the smell and whatnot. He's still awake, yeah. I'm gonna ask him if it's safe to sleep in there. The safe. 
there a chance I'm gonna get pregnant if I lay down? Not if you lay there. I'm just gonna look at him. I'm gonna grab a blanket and I'm just gonna march over to Poppy. And I'm just gonna snuggle into Poppy's feathers and I'm just gonna glare at him. And be like, you... You need condoms. You know what? I could've lied to you. It's because I love you that I tell you the truth. And then as he says that, he turns around and he takes a step. And he's actually stepping on a blanket. But... Okay. Yenor, you go into your meditative state, laying on Poppy. Everyone else begins their long run. We'll see how it ends. Yo, Kim. Yes, sir. Your watch, two hours. Uh, first, I'll have you make a perception check. Oh no, I gotta use an inspiration because that's natural one. So you're gonna avoid the that one and use your inspiration. Ah, that's shitty. Um, I, I'll use a hero point. That's a d6. Yeah, let me actually, while you're doing that, I can go and do this real quick. It is a d6, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, a six. Right, better. What'd you get? You got a 17. Alright, I'll keep that in mind. Is there anything you're doing on your watch? Your ship's in autopilot currently. Um... I'm just kind of looking out on the water. Just relaxing. Okay. Uh, there are a few times you have to make adjustments to your ship's course. Um, the wind and tide kind of shift a little bit on you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but all in all, rather uneventful watch. Lovely. Who is going to take the second watch? That would be me. So you would be taking the second and third watch, and then you would need to go back sleep again. Okay. So, Mr. Sue, you go to bed as you see Yenor wake up and look around, see she's 
fully awake and ready to take on a watch. Yep. I look at him and say, you do the thing. Night, night. Yenor, roll a perception check for me. Twenty-four. Uh, also, mechanics reference: everyone should now have the inspiration tracker and the hero point on their character. Uh, Twenty-four is very good. Between you and Poppy, because Poppy woke up a little bit with you, she's half asleep. You're looking around. Across the four hours of your watch, I will have you roll a D100 for me. Twenty-five. Other than some clouds rolling in and kind of breaking up the moonlight from the three moons that are now just past full, there's nothing really going on are you doing anything with your four hours no I don't have any die on me your four hours come to an end who is taking the final watch between Kraka, Lala and Dito I'll take Hello? the final watch oh I heard Kraka first. Okay, Doggy. So you go down at the end of your watch, you know, and you go find the shell of a turtle that is your new friend Kraka. How do you wake him up? I'm gonna crouch down and I'm gonna like wrap my knuckles on his shell like I'm knocking on a door. Poke my head out of the shell. Yes. Your turn. Oh, already? Yep. All right. What do I do? Just stand upstairs and make sure nobody comes aboard ship? Basically. Okay. You have a good night now. Kraka, you go upstairs. Um, Mr. Sue is in the captain's quarters. And you see Yanor lay down and cuddle up with Poppy on the deck. So in case of emergency, you have them right there that you can wake up. Well, my the so my hammer does that only alert me like after a battle while everybody's resting, like including myself. So if I'm awake, then it doesn't do that. Oh, or your hammer, that... of, your hammer of warning. Right.
No, you can't be surprised. And it will magically awaken anyone if there's a threat. Anyone within 30 feet. Okay. So that means you can't be ambushed. You can't be surprised. You can't be ambushed. Okay. Because it says it, it, it glows too. Magically awake. Oh, never mind. Okay. Um, I will have you roll a perception check for your watch. Perception. Dirty 20. Yeah, dirty 20. Pretty good. Again, so you stay calm. It's the calm season right now. Uh, there's not a lot of storms in the area. The clouds begin to break up a little bit. It's not as thick cloud cover. Uh, and you start to see dawn approaching with the sun coming. During my watch, um, I'm just going to like walk around and make sure that everybody's sleeping. And then once, I've, once I know that everybody's sleeping, I'm going to just sneak up into, behind the uh, steering wheel of the ship and just act like I'm piloting the ship because this is my first time that I'm allowed to be on the upper deck. Okay. Everyone is asleep. Uh, you're able to, because you are a portal, you're able to slowly and silently walk around and make sure and go up and you don't touch the steering wheel, but you stand behind it and kind of do a ghost steering wheel right behind it. I, I pull out the little toy-ish navigation tools that I've had as a that that I was given when I first started on my journey on the on the seas. So I'm like, you know, acting like an actual pilot with like these toy-looking wooden navigation tools. You know, like looks like a compass, but it doesn't read anything. Yeah. The sun does start breaking over the horizon line. Uh, and Poppy starts shifting and Yenor starts shifting on the deck. What do you do, Kraka? I, uh, I, I hurry up and, like, get back from, away from the steering wheel and, like, just look like I'm standing on the upper part like just I'm just standing up there just looking over the upper deck okay uh, you know you're the first one to wake up yours is a meditation it's less of a deep sleep so you see you stretch Poppy gets up ruffles her feathers stretches her wings out does the foot thing and uh, you could have sworn that you saw some movement up by the steering wheel, but then it was just, you see the turtle shell. There you see, oh, it must just be Rocka. What do you do? I'm gonna go drag Joaquin out of bed. 
Joaquin, what are you wearing? How do you sleep? I you're by yourself. Nude. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have my blanket and I'm not even gonna bother opening the door. I'm gonna kick it open. So all he hears is a loud bang and I'm gonna throw a blanket at him. But as I hear that loud bang, I, like spr I spring out of bed. And as I spring out of bed, I see Yenor uh, and I'm like, you know what? And then like I'm covered in a big blanket. Yep. Wakey, wakey! And then I just turn and walk away. Lala and... Go ahead. I was just gonna... You could've at least brought tea! Only good boys get that. Ha <laughs> ha! That's fair. Lala and Detal, you both just hear banging and commotion on the deck above you. I'm gonna look over to Lala and just be like, what is going on? It startles me and Lala has to check that she's not being attacked and nothing horrible is happening uh, to her immediate person and and calms down before she realizes that it's it's further away and everything's okay. <laughs> Everybody's awake now? <laughs> Mostly. Uh, it is officially morning as the sun is over the horizon. The morning clouds and the fog on the ocean are starting to dissipate. It is officially day one of your three-day journey. The previous day didn't help. Oh. Oh, we just said the previous, like, like half a day didn't count. No, because it was your your execution was scheduled for dusk, and you had gotten out to the ship at that point. So, like, yes, the ship was sailing overnight. That was night one, this is day one. So instead of going day night, it's night day, because you started on the mid cycle. Night one, day one. Then night two, day two. Is there anything specific you all are doing? You are effectively stuck together, for better or worse. Anybody have any jacks? Some kind of game? 
I'm just gonna mosey around and just walk around the ship. Apologies, no jacks, but maybe there are some games in the, uh, in the, in the lower decks? Hopefully. You would know that your father stores uh, some games on the ship for times like this when you're just sailing aboard. Okay. Uh, there's, so some, I would, uh, there, there's some dice, there's some cards, there's a three dragon anti set, which is similar to chess. At least in my head, it's similar to chess. Okay. I look at Beetle. Well, what's your what's your pleasure? Eat all, you're muted. Missed that. He asked what your pleasure was. There's there's three dragon ante, which is kind of like chess. There's cards, there's dice. Do some dice. Okay. And he runs down uh, and grabs some dice. Lala, are you doing anything spe specific? I don't know how to play any games. Are you doing anything specific? With the investigations that I've done, would I think that the pirates would, would have followed us out this far, or no? Uh, usually they would, but three of their fastest ships got exploded. And there weren't a lot of ships in the port. That means the rest of the ships were on raids. <clears throat> Alright, then I'm just gonna cast Speak with Animals and just chat with Poppy over in a corner somewhere. Just chill. About anything specific? You know what? I'm gonna ask her what what Kume was up to and why it took him so damn long to save our asses. Ah! There, uh, there, there are some... There are some noises? And a mysterious female? And then there was a mysterious male? And I didn't recognize them. But I didn't say anything because I'm... I just laid here. But there were some noises. All night. <laughs> All night. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna nod. I'm gonna be like, yeah. Yeah, that tracks. 
Uh, I'm gonna give her chin scratches. And her back foot's going as you're doing it. It's, ah, ah, I her feathers kind of her one wings up. She's she's like she's like doing this. She looks like a paraplegic hippogriff. I said hippogriff. Is there anything else that you're asking, or are you just doing that? Nope, I'm just, I'm just gonna make a mental note of what Joaquin was doing with with the mysterious female and the mysterious man and all of and the noises. We, we saw the flare! Like, he was outside when you shot the flare off. He just had to kick them out first. That didn't take very long. They were gone. Super fast. Are you, are you trying to prevent him from being in trouble? No! I don't lie. I'm a I'm a I'm a hippogriff. I'm an animal. But he was standing outside. He didn't have very much clothes on when he was standing outside. He wasn't wearing clothes around you. He had a loincloth. Or the the thing with the strap that looks like. Next time you see him without pants, you have full permission to bite whatever you want to bite. Okay. Yeah, he was outside and he saw your flare, so he kicked out his his friends. Friends shouldn't have been on the ship. I'm they made a lot mutter. of noise. I'm just gonna mutter that. They made a lot of noise. Yeah, did they did they not let you get good sleep? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was during the day and some nighttime noise. I spent some time flying around catching food. I was hungry. Okay. Alright. With only that, she, she was talking to Poppy. Yeah, can only she understand him, or can Poppy... Who did you just all? speak with animals on? Ah, okay. Myself. So only she can understand Poppy. The rest of you, whoever's in the area, sees her talking. Like... Yanor's talking normally, but you just hear these walks and chirps from Bobby. But I, since I know Yanor, I would know that she's she's done the thing. She's talking to Bobby. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, don't mind them. She's they're squawking at each other. Does that? Would he know the how or no? I have a sorcerer. Yes. Uh, he what would. Did you make a check? No, he would know that you're you're actually talking with her. Like he would understand the magic behind it. But he's seen it so many times, he just writes it off as. Like, oh, that's you know Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't really pay attention to the conversation. Yep. No idea what you're saying. What on this lovely morning with stew still warm and fresh fish all around uh, we're going to call it there as the opening session to the Ethros Pirates campaign <laughs>
not sure I can keep calling it that as you guys are now ex-pirates. But we'll see what happens. Thank you all for tuning mm. in. And I hope you enjoyed the journey that we have went on. Gone on. We will see you all next week at the same time and in the same places. Thank you, guys. And Hope you guys enjoy then, our new character. Be safe, stay warm, and have a good night. Bye. Night, night. Another one in the bag of holding. <laughs> that was bad. Anyway, you can catch us live most Tuesdays at 7.30 Eastern on YouTube, Kick, and our Facebook page. To get the latest information, head over to links.chaoticallybalanced.com, linked in the description below, and follow and subscribe to our socials. You can get access to exclusive content by visiting chaoticallybalanced.com forward slash support. Enough of that. See you next time.